Okay, so the next topic here is Tashume Poel, is paying uh, an employee uh, appropriately and on time. So he begins as, If uh, an employer does not pay the amount that he owes, over below Sase, so he's in violation of below Sase, Shalo Sashok, withholding wages from a person. This is where the person doesn't want to pay altogether, they're going to do their best to get out of paying anything which they owe at all. So that is one Isser. Therefore, so if somebody serves as a broker, they negotiate the house, or they negotiate the purchase of a business, or whatever the broker does. So to go ahead and deprive them or withhold from them their wages, so you're not allowed to do that, based on what the person goes at, based on what was stipulated. And in the event that nothing was stipulated, so they made mistake number one, that they didn't stipulate what the payment was going to be, they just relied on, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out later. Kiss of death. So in the event that they didn't do so, so then the amount that the employer would have to pay in that case, in that circumstance, is whatever is considered to be acceptable in that place for that job at that, at that time. And in the event that the employer pays even one pruta less than what that amount would be, Hareza over below Sashok, see, once again, would be in violation of this answer of Losashok. And that's why it's, re- it's very wise, halachically, to make sure that you speak out ahead of time exactly how much the payment is going to be, so you know exactly what you need to pay in order to make sure that you fulfill your obligation. Uh, and uh, short of that, so then uh, you, know, you run the risk of violating this Isidaraisa. Another important point, which he doesn't emphasize over here, but which is important to know, is that many times it happens as you do uh, hire somebody to do some construction uh, in your house. You're going to redo the kitchen, they redo the bathroom, they redo the basement, whatever it is, so you get to the end of the project, and it's almost inevitable that there's going to be some disagreement. I wanted it this way, you want it that way, you're going to pay $5,000, but I think that you need to do a, b- a bunch more things. So there's a disagreement about some part of the job which was to, which was to be done, and the employer often says, I'm not not paying you until we go ahead and we figure that out. So they may be arguing about $100, you know, this, uh, this uh, you know, uh, doorknob or that doorknob, whatever it's going to be. So the dispute is over $100, and the employer, the homeowner, says, I'm not paying you until we figure that out. So he, he acknowledges he owes him $4,500, let's say, and they're arguing about $100. You have to pay him the amount that you acknowledge that you owe. You have to pay that right away. You can't withhold that as leverage against the other person to make sure that the person's going to do so. If you owe that money, you owe that money, and you can't uh, do that, argue about what's argued, but don't withhold the part which you, you acknowledge that you owe. If you do so, you may also end up violating Losasho because the person may decide that, you know what, it's not worth the headache, it's not worth the agmas nefesh to go ahead and argue back and forth and all that, just give me $3,000 and we'll call it a day. So he may be mochel because he's saying to, to do so, but it certainly is, uh, is problematic uh, uh, in, uh, in a, in a uh, uh, I don't want to say pure halachic sense, but it's, it's problematic to go ahead and force a person to negotiate to settle for less when you really acknowledge that you owe him more than that amount. What if the agreement is to pay at the end of the job? So if that hundred dollars worth of work hasn't been done, job is done. Right, right. In the event that event, if if it says upon completion of the job, and you're saying the job hasn't been completed yet, right? Then you don't know anything yet. From your perspective, you're saying that you don't know. But oftentimes, I speak to people who acknowledge that they owe the person, and it's already due, but they're arguing about some aspect of it, and then right. Okay, then he says. That Rabim Toim, many people make a mistake, but Choshram, and they're under the impression, 
that if you didn't order a job to be done, you didn't ask for a job to be done, maybe you don't have to pay. He says, I'll give an example of that in a moment. But this is not true. That in the event that you benefit from a job which somebody else did on your behalf, so you're obligated to pay at the very least what's referred to as the benefit that you have from that. And included in these types of circumstances where people may think that they don't actually have to pay because they didn't order it, but they did, but they have, not that they ordered, but they do have to pay because they benefited is a mitvach, is a broker, or a shadchan. Shadchan is the more common case where somebody went ahead and suggested a shidduch for your son or your daughter with somebody else, and they end up getting engaged, and you're all excited about that, and then the shadchan says, oh, you know, I'm expecting whatever amount that is. Shadchan is going to say, shadchan is going to say, I never hired you to do so. You called me. If you called me, why would I have to pay you? Because you went ahead and volunteered that information to me. In, the, in such a case, that's not true. That since this is a job which people pay for, and you're a beneficiary for that, so you have to pay that, uh, that money. Yep. If the person is not the professional shakhan, just say your friend or neighbor? Um, so it, it depends. In most cases, if they're not family members, uh, you should expect to pay. Family members were uh, less so, but uh, non-family, the, the expectation is to pay. Yep. I'll call the cops on you if you do that again. <laughs> yeah. You now owe me X dollars? Yeah. So the, the, the amount which I owe is going to be not necessarily what you charge as a snow removal guy, because I didn't hire you, but I do have to pay what would be considered mashanana, what value that has to me. So if I normally do it myself... So then I don't have to pay you the full amount because I was you know, ready and willing to do it myself. But it does save me 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour. It saves my back for, uh, for a couple of days. So whatever amount we could quantify what that amount would be worth so that I would, uh, I, I would owe you. So it gets confusing what exactly that is. Hard to, uh, to pinpoint, but yes, I would have to pay you for, for that. The Jewish problem. So the guy who comes and washes your windshield, windshield while you're stopped at a stop sign. Yeah, so you have to pay him whatever, whatever your hana is. If you, if you don't really get any hana from it anyways, because it wasn't bothering you, so then he didn't give you any hana. You're not, you're not going to resell your car now for more because the windows are clean. You're able to see perfectly good anyway, so then there's no hana. So. <laughs>